0: Hello and welcome to the Slow Home podcast. This is the podcast all about slow living in a fast-paced world. And my name is Brooke McAllery. Thank you for joining us.
1: And my name is Ben McAllery and this is episode 176 and the last of our plastic-free July Monday episodes. It is. So in this last episode, we're going to talk about soft plastic.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, food packaging, things like that. There's all the
1: plastic that, yeah. I guess it's like cling wrap and cling. You know that that yeah. cling
0: film. No, yeah.
1: What do you call it? Foil. foil? No, foil is different. Film. Yeah. It's all those real soft plastics that I always when I when I get in the kitchen, I look at and go, This is gonna strangle some aquatic animal when it goes into the waterway. Yeah. And then I also seriously challenge if we can recycle some plastics, why can't we recycle this stuff?
0: It's a good question. So War on Waste has an episode about this. So major supermarkets in Australia have mm-hmm. this soft plastics recycling. Initiative. Initiative. So they have these bins in their supermarkets where people can put things like, you know, your, your grey plastic shopping bags from the grocery shop and your chip wrappers, yep. like chip packets, and you buy a packet of biscuits and they come in like that foily, plasticky kind of mm-hmm. wrapping that mm-hmm. can all be recycled. What they discovered was a little bit disturbing, though, that not all of those initiatives actually end up recycling. At least one. Like they dropped a GPS tracker into yeah. their soft plastics bags and put it in the, um, the the bin and tracked it and they tracked it all the way to a landfill. Yeah. So it wasn't recycled at all. Oh, it was making really? people feel better about it. It was just – but I think they can be recycled. One of the issues with recycling though is that it uses a lot of energy, a lot of water to turn our rubbish into something else and that's just this ongoing process. So – Yes, recycling is not a bad thing and I think that's a good second option, mm. but we should just minimize yeah. soft, the use of soft plastics in the first place. Yeah. So that's kind of what I wanted to focus on for the for the rest of this episode is rethinking our purchases based on packaging. And I'm going to put my hand up immediately to say that we are not we're not zero plastic no. people. I'd love to be, and we're working towards a huge reduction in our plastic consumption, but we still have a long way to go, particularly in this area. And I think this is the area that's really tricky.
1: What do you mean? Oh, geographically where you are?
0: No, in this area of plastic reduction, oh, like wrap, okay. packaging and, and food wrapping and stuff like that. Yeah, It's not easy, particularly if you don't have the time or the skills or the inclination to be that person who makes everything from scratch.
1: That's true, yep. Yeah.
0: You need to start thinking creatively. So one of the first things that we've done, first of all, we haven't used plastic wrap in our house, like cling film, for eighteen months.
1: At least, yeah.
0: So I bought I bought a few different brands of those beeswax food wraps. Yes. Some are better than others, but they've been fantastic. They've been amazing, and I I really have not missed cling film once no. since we've used it. So we use it to cover up, wrap up our cheese. Leftovers, if I bake muffins and stuff for the kids, I put, wrap them in that in the freezer. They've been incredibly useful.
1: Yeah, huge. Uh,
0: and, yeah, I haven't, haven't missed cling film at all.
1: At what point do you think we need to replace those just really quickly? When
0: they stop working, like okay. when they lose their stickiness. Or Cause if, I think
1: a lot of people have asked that question, like how long do they actually last Okay, four? so we've had
0: ours. The, el- the oldest ones that we've had are probably 18 months old and they're still kicking on.
1: Okay. Yeah, they, they just fade, I guess.
0: Yeah, and they sometimes they, they either get really sticky or they lose their... Stickiness. Yeah. But if you look after them, like anything, yeah, you wash them true. in cold water with soap, uh, make sure they dry before you put them away. They, they're fantastic. They're and fun. you know what? They're biodegradable too. It's beeswax, it's tree resin, and it's cotton. Yep. And you can you can literally just pop them in the compost. So that's the one of the first changes that you can make. That really takes no additional effort. You just need to go and buy yourself some beeswax wraps. I will have links to some of those in the show notes. Great. Which is slowyourhome.com slash 176 this week. But then I think it's a matter of starting to, I guess, let go of our brand loyalty mm-hmm. with certain things and start to look at the products that we buy that do come in plastic with a different Criteria in mind, I guess. So, flour and sugar and things like that, they're a really good place to start because, yes, some come in plastic, but there are definitely options that come in paper. That's a really simple change to make. So, anything that comes in cardboard, pasta, for example, or glass, even because you can reuse your glass jars and glass is less problematic to recycle than plastic. So, start to think about that. You look at your pasta by the one that's in a cardboard box, not the one that's in a plastic bag. But then there's other things like rice crackers, for example, that are difficult. So you look at that and you say, well, there's some that come in a tray as well as a plastic bag. Is there one that comes just in a plastic wrap? Yep. And you're starting to cut down in that way. Uh, But, I mean, I always feel awkward talking about that kind of stuff, but the reality is we still buy things like that because our kids eat them and I don't have the time or the inclination or the skill To make every single thing from, from scratch. Yeah. So I think that over time we've certainly started to make a lot of our own things from scratch and that over time. We've come a long way, baby. We we have, you're right. Yeah. But I always feel very keenly the things that we haven't accomplished yet. (laughs) You think you're so clever. (laughs) I do. I feel really keenly those things that we haven't yet come up with a solution for, but I think it's important to talk about that because I don't want people to sit there and think that others have got it all sorted out, you know. And I, but I think the other thing that we can do is start to put some of this back on the manufacturers.
1: Yeah, that this is the big takeaway, I guess. Yes. For this, and this is a, it. Sort of wraps it up really nicely.
0: Yeah. In in not cling film.
1: <laughs> exactly. In a beeswax.
0: That's right. In a beeswax wrap. Yeah. It wraps it up nicely. So I've seen two instances of this recently on social media but i think that we need to do more and more of this so um, erin from the rogue ginger is a zero waste advocate like she's a lot further ahead than us certainly and most people in living plastic free Mm -hmm. but she wrote about you know blister packs for like paracetamol or something like that and how if the manufacturers of those medications made them just in aluminium foil blister pack rather than plastic and aluminium foil, they would be recyclable. But because it's plastic, in, it's in not. The re- plastic with the foil, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. When the plastic.
1: combines with the foil, it's not recyclable.
0: That's right. So she sent it back with a handwritten note to mm. the manufacturer asking them if they could do better. And the manufacturer responded and said that they're going to take it to. You know, a meeting, execu- and apparently, team, yeah. if a manufacturer receives a handful of handwritten letters from consumers about the same issue, they have to take it to a to the directors about it. So we can have a say. We can start to make an impact and make our voices heard simply by writing a letter mm. and sending back our packaging. Alex Stewart from the Low Tox Life podcast did something similar. She bought some undies for her husband and her son and they all came on those ridiculous plastic, plastic undies plastic, hangers.
1: Plastic undies. Undi- it's just unbelievable. No one, z- no, like, no one hangs their undies.
0: No one hangs their undies. It's just unbelievable. So she contacted the manufacturer again and they told her to send them back because they'll reuse them. I mean, I think the issue is, we don't need them in the first place but we need to start putting some of this back on the manufacturers so if there is a product that you like that you're loyal to but that could be packaged in a more environmentally sustainable way write to them yeah. let them know yeah. look they may not do anything but they may yeah. particularly if a handful of you do it you know and i think that that's the other the other thing like we as consumers can make significant changes to the way we live in our household and the consumption of plastic but until manufacturers get on board, it's limited.
1: Yeah. You know? It really is.
0: So I think that if we start to really make those decisions based on on the packaging material, great. Okay, another example. I bought Mother's Day card for your mum and mine. Do you know how hard it is to buy a card that's not in a plastic sleeve? Ninety five percent of them come in a plastic sleeve. Yeah. So I, I I had to buy the ones that didn't come in a plastic sleeve, which was fine. I have no, no issue with that. But The that's fact that they said of...
1: Merry Christmas on it was
0: completely <laughs> You're having a baby. Okay. But I think those kinds of decisions matter as well. You know, similarly, you can. there's now organisations that make tissue boxes without the plastic, mm. use hankies, not tissues. If you're going to buy toilet paper... Look at ones that are wrapped in paper, or you buy Who Gives a Crap toilet paper, yeah, which is a social enterprise. All of their paper comes wrapped in paper, not plastic. Mm-hmm. All of those things start to make a difference. So that's my takeaway.
1: Yeah, for this week, it's a beauty, and it wraps it up. Yeah, as I said, quite nicely. We hope you've enjoyed these last well handful of Mondays. Mm. We certainly have. We certainly have been on the plastic-free July road train and we're going to continue to do it and make small steps that hopefully in the end make a make a huge difference.
0: Yeah, they will. I think particularly if we all we all do it.
1: Thanks for joining us.
0: Thank you and have a have a great week. for your ease who is that hi papa pass